Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Everyday Get It. I'm your host, Matt Reeves. My brother Jermaine isn't a part of this episode, Jermaine Fletcher, uh, but he will be a part of future episodes. This is something that we have partnered up together on, and we'll be releasing a series of different projects uh, and uh, collaborations. Um, We're going to pick up where we left off with the previous episode, which was self-sabotage part one. So that would make this self-sabotage part two. And I got some interesting feedback from a few friends of mine, uh, very you know, close to me, have been around for some years and we've uh, shared some things and uh, opened up a very interesting discussion. And so just kind of picking up where, where we left off before, um, one of the things that was, you know, brought to my attention and, and, and kind of like really made me understand for a lot of us where self-sabotage, you know, actually starts. And this is also in light of a few discussions that have come about after listening to the new Fonte album. If you haven't heard that, I encourage you all to go and check it out. It's uh, it's actually called No News is Good News and Fonte is, is spelled P-H-O-N-T-E. Uh, and it's no news is good news. Uh, a lot of adult uh, subject matter on the project, and it's uh, specifically, um, you know, for for males, man, just something to to really make you stop and think. And this is a part of like our everyday conversation. But to hear it in music form was just very, very encouraging for us. So I encourage you guys to, to, to go and check that out. But just going into um, the, the topic at hand, uh, we, I'm looking at it and I'm seeing where, you know, where, where's the source of this? Where does this initially come from? And, you know, you got to go all the way back to how you're raised. Right? What, what happens? What transpires in the household? Now, I can only speak for myself uh, as a black man uh, and, that, and that this time being a young black male and being thrown into a situation where whether or not it is it is fully understood this is actually how it happened and 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 how it affected me uh so this is not you know a stab at anyone or or anything like that but this is actually how it happened and how it affected me and so um i i have to start by saying this Growing up, I can remember exactly when there was a disconnect between my mom and I. And I want to say we were probably, I was probably nine years old to be exact. Um, And it was a situation that took place and it was a very small situation, but it it had very significant, a very significant impact on my life going forward. And it and it kind of caused the separation between my mom and I, and um, it it was a small issue of me wanting to pick out my own clothes, and that statement of independence led to me being told that I could do all of the things, like buying my clothes and you know, washing my clothes, ironing my clothes, that I could now from that point on do do it all myself, and. The reason why I bring that up is because oftentimes, especially growing up in these minority households, 
oftentimes um, as a child, you're thrown into a situation way before you're able to comprehend and understand the magnitude of the situation that you're in. So here it is as a nine-year-old, you're now attempting to look for work. You're now attempting to fend for yourself to the best of your ability with what little information that you have. On one hand, it, it, it highlights the hustler in me, the young businessman. But on the other hand, it's forcing me into a situation where I have to now identify with being a man before I've figured out how to be a boy or a son, a good student. I haven't figured out any of these other things yet at this age, but here it is. I'm now, in a sense, fending for myself. Not completely, but also in a way that I shouldn't be at that time. And, I, and, I, and when I look at the lives of my peers, I see a lot of those situations happening, you know, in their lives as well. Um, be it the father not being there and being out of place or just the pressure that our mothers place on us without even understanding that's what they're doing. Because immediately, if dad is not there, no matter where you fall in the, in the line of your siblings, you essentially feel as though you're called to be the man of the house now. And so in these communities and in these, these, these uh, environments, you find that you're pushing yourself to be the man of the house and your focus for everything that you do is now to buy mom a house, to buy mom a car. To There's these, these pressures that you're dealing with as a child that you shouldn't even know. And whether it's it's right or wrong is it, it, going to always be up for debate. But I'm just telling you as a as as a, a person who had to live through that. It's not right. It's not right. It absolutely is wrong. And no child should have to take on that responsibility. You know, that young. And so. What it forces you to do is over prepare for everything. You're just trying to gather as much information as you possibly can, but you never fully have the faith um, or the ability to 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 go forward because so much is riding on each decision that you make. I can remember being in college and having this overwhelming pressure of what I have to do for my sister, my, my younger sister, and, and and the example that I have to be, you know, for her so that she can make better decisions. And then if she should ever fall short, literally taking on this feeling of disappointment because of a mistake that she have, she may have made along the way. But I took it. I took on the disappointment as if I failed her, not as if she was, you know, just making her own decisions and figuring out, you know, her way and finding her way. It, it, it really came down to me just feeling like, man, I messed up somewhere along the way. I misled her and I didn't do the right thing. And many of us, you know, who grow up in those situations, we take on the same exact feeling. And, and it's 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 hard. Right. And so here you are as a young man with these feelings of, of disappointment and anxiety and all of these different things that are adding up, you know, over time. 
And so you're thrown into this fire way too early, way, 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 way too early. And then you, you get into these relationships with, with uh, you know, young ladies and you're attempting to help them heal through a process that you haven't healed through yet. Right. And you're trying to help them figure it out. You're trying to make up for the lack of a father in their life. You're trying to make up for the distrust that their mom may have for the opposite sex, as well as the distrust that your own mom has for the opposite sex. And you're dealing with this dynamic over and over and over again. And all you're experiencing is failure because you never have you've never had anyone help you get through this. You've never had anyone show you the way. There is no blueprint. You're kind of just winging it through trial and error. And unintentionally, you may be hurting people or failing people, including yourself, the, the entire time. And so it leads to a history of self-sabotage. It leads to this, this you know, distrust within yourself. Like you have a distrust for yourself as well as for people. Uh, and, and, and now you're starting to, as you grow, you're starting to develop these feelings of, man, everybody that I trust ends up hurting me. Everyone that I love ends up hurting me. And at some point in life, you kind of get rid of the idea of what you think love is, right? And Here's something very interesting. When I was talking to uh, a, a very close friend of mine, my brother, um, uh, I call him. I call him twice. His name is Collis. Uh, we spoke about this actually this morning, and it's it's very difficult to understand what love is when you come from a lustful situation, right? Like I have to live with the fact that I was never in the plans of the two people that created me, right? I was never in the plans. And, 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 and as, as difficult as this may be to say, I have to understand this. And I need, I need everyone that's listening to this to be honest with themselves because this starts the healing process, right? So as difficult as this is for me to say is I wasn't the result of love. I was the result of a, a male just going raw. That's it. There, there wasn't, I wasn't in the plans. I'm the result of a good time, of a good feeling, but I wasn't in the plans. And so what happens when you're growing up is, whether the parents realize this or not, you're a constant reminder of not being in the plans. You interfered with what life was, and now you're something to deal with. Now, love develops because, you know, hey, it happened, and you're here, right? Like, I'm pregnant now. I got to deal with it. I got to love you. I got to take care of you. But there's also some resentment because he's not involved, right? And so when you grow up in that environment, being a reminder of heartbreak, being a reminder of, of pain, being a reminder of, of being left alone, this adds to the whole idea of self-sabotage, right? Because 
you're not even able to learn to love yourself. You weren't created in love. Love came after the fact because of circumstance. And this is this is very heavy. And this is something that a lot of people may not even have the wherewithal to to take. Yeah, my apologies, everyone. So I, I was saying that a lot of people may not have the the wherewithal to even put this together to make sense of it so that they can they can move towards a healing. And so I don't want to I don't want to give you guys too much to to think about at one time. I actually want to, you know, put this out there, like kind of give you the opportunity to soul search, write some things down and just kind of look at it on paper and 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 identify with what you, you may need healing with. Like what what was said to you in these points? Because we bury this stuff so deep and we don't we don't even think about it. Right. And so a lot of us are conducting relationships un, un, under this type of, of upbringing. Like we're, we're we're in the middle of of relationships with, you know, with one another not able to figure out why we just can't get along. You know, why, why is there so much bitterness there? Why are we arguing with each other? What do you need to let go of that's, that's, that's uh, keeping you from moving forward? And what do I need to let go of that's keeping me from moving forward? Or are, are you resenting me for having faced my fears and, 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 and dealing with the things that, you know, have haunted me? And now I am a mirror to you. And you don't want to look at those things. And that's that that's what happens a lot of times in life. You know, people go through life just not wanting to look at it. Like, I'm just going to pretend that it's not even there. And if I act like it's not there, then I won't have to deal with it. Right. Because it's painful, but it's, it's nowhere near as painful as refusing to deal with it and having it pop up in, in, in various areas of your life. So, I, you know, I just want to take this time to challenge everyone. Um, like I said, I, you know, earlier in the, the previous episode, it's probably going to be three episodes. And, you know, with the last episode, um, hopefully, you know, my brother Jermaine will be a part of that, that third episode. And we can kind of get two different perspectives on it, you know, his life, my life, and maybe even invite a special guest out to kind of give a give it a different perspective. But I, I just want to I, I really wanted to before we start getting lost in the whole idea of being successful and, and, and doing all of these great things, I really want to take the time to attack these things that may hold us back because way too often people push past all of this stuff, they achieve success, and then they jump off the roof or they take a handful of pills. And, you know, I don't want to get so lost in success that we lose touch with humanity. Um, and we, we, we underestimate the importance of kindness, you know, of clarity, mental clarity. Um, great. You're a hustler, but you're a horrible person. Great. You're a wonderful businessman, but you're a horrible lover. Right. And so we, we need to tackle these things. So again, chime in with your feedback. Let me know what your thoughts are. Um, this is everyday get it where, we show people how to get it, but at the same time, we encourage you to tackle some of the things that, through our experience, could be holding you back. Thanks for listening.